Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. No man, down in your life, I got a lot of shine. Running up the number, that's a lot of crime. Try to take it from me, must be at your mind. I keep playing, got a shine. Smokey in the air, that's a lot of crime. Welcome to episode 371 of 4th of John. I am Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn and Mr. Primo, a.k.a. Prime, in the building. Today we're talking about the 53-man roster breakdown, how we doing how we things. If you have not been following our socials or following the, the, the amount of players that have been cut, released, waived, whatever you want to call it, uh, it's been a whirlwind of emotions for you. Trey Sherman stands, mm. uh, you Britton Covey stands, uh, just but this every every guy has their own. I, I Hollis was a big fan of Moro, these guys are all out the door, but we're gonna try and break down uh, what these roster moves mean. I think it's a for me, uh, you know, just thinking of what Howie does and how he's like, it's basically like trimming the fat, you're trying to get to that nice, uh, you know, the core. I'm not going to even say that. I'm just going to say, uh, you know, you trim the fat, right? It's the yeah. quality. You're looking yeah. for quality beef here. <laughs> You're looking for the nice cut of meat. I got you. The nice cut of meat. You got it. So uh, I think how he had a tough job to do, and I think uh, he did it. And um, people are going to be in their fields, and we're going to talk about it. I mean, who who who's in the fields right now? Ev, Prime, are you? I'm a little bit in my fields right now. Okay. I will say that I'm enjoying a nice – Watermelon Red Bull right here. Red Bull is a freebie for you. I've been advertising nice this, this on the show for, for years now. Um, but I'm in my fields. Uh, you know what? I I've went as far as I possibly could on the Aaron Sipoff support train. Um, I, I wrote and died for my guy. You know what I mean? There was a bunch of people that, that wanted his head on a spear, and uh, they got it. They finally got it. We're now heading into the season with absolutely no punter. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Well, I'm sure we'll figure it out. And punting isn't a big part of our game anyway. But um, yeah, I'm 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 shedding a tear for Aaron Sipos tonight. I think I'm the I'm the lone Aaron Sipos stand out here. I thought about you, man. You know what I mean? Especially when the fact that they announced that Sipos was gone. I was like, oh shit, Evan's definitely in this film. But you know what I mean? Um, I'm gonna admit I was wrong. I was, you know, all in on Sermon. Making this squad, man, I thought he was doing his thing in preseason, and um, you know, I thought he was going to go ahead and prove used to, wrong. <laughs> but I guess that wasn't the case. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, again, I still feel like you know he was holding it down pretty well in the preseason and in practice. But you know, what 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 does it matter what we think? It's at the end of the day what those guys think, and obviously they made the decision by cutting him loose today. So that sucks. You know, I mean, I, I still think he was the better better guy than Penny. You know I, mean? I mean, it's, it's, it's just a tough scene. Our, our, listen, our, our one through four, we're going to get, get into it in a second, but we're super quality. I think uh, we should might as well just go ahead and uh, bring it up. But shout out to people in chat. Shout out to Mark. Um, shout out to, uh, I saw Rack Shack trying to give me some uh, DMs about uh, breaking news out there. Shout out to you uh, during the day. 
it's always great to get some extra extra news todd was in the uh texting me letting me know about we should sign the we should we should sign that tight end that just got got a uh, uh, cut by the broncos and we did so uh todd the gm making moves out here uh you know there's there's some concerns that people are bringing up with the four wide receivers um but it, it is what it is um uh, shout out to janae in the building but we're gonna get into it uh let's 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 go let's go right right ahead and talk about our favorite position mm. um the quarterback position you know obviously jalen hurts uh all world uh this is rare air today if you guys didn't see uh you know jalen hurts he has his trademark rare air so we got the rare air qb coming with some uh clothing brand uh coming your way soon uh we followed by marcus mariota uh i'm not um he's a veteran but he played like a rookie uh the man from stanford tanner mckee had an excellent excellent uh preseason in the camp i think he did a phenomenal job so I, what do you what do you any any thoughts about the quarterback position um, I mean, I, th- I think that the quarterback position was uh, it, it was a somewhat straightforward thing. I, I mean, obviously, the Jalen Hurts thing that's could it couldn't be more of a lock of him obviously being the the top guy on that roster. But I was going into this hoping that um, the guy we picked up, Tanner McKee, would be able to edge out Ian Book because I mean he's been on the roster for a few years now, hasn't really shown anything that overly impresses me. He's just you know been that third QB, uh, not really contributing anything. I think that Tanner McKee, um, honestly, from what I saw in the preseason, I think if he continues on his trajectory, uh, I, I don't know why he shouldn't be the backup quarterback. Uh, Marcus Mariota didn't did not impress me that much this preseason, and honestly, um, you know, I just think that he is there because of the name as in the QB two. I think he's there because of his vet presence and because of his name, and I think that McKee should be the backup quarterback for this team. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I mean, definitely seeing McKee in the, in the preseason, he was doing his thing. Um, it just goes to make you wonder, like, you know, are these guys just based off basing this decision off of the um, the veteran, you know, background that uh, Mariota has coming into the league? Uh, he definitely did not look like a veteran going into the preseason. I mean, it's like what Gail was saying, he was more looking like a, a rookie every time he went in there. I mean, it was just like you wanted to see something exciting out of him, and we never got it. Uh, should they even, I think, put him out to kick field goals yesterday, and, and that didn't even go well. Uh, so, I mean, they're reaching, they're reaching with him. But I mean, look, it's just again, you you sit there and you you see how this guy's playing, and you're like, you can believe that we were getting ready to go all in to just try to get him a few years back. Now, I mean, it's just like, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad we definitely didn't make that decision. But hey, here we are. You know, what it's, I mean, it's hard to still not sit back and wonder <laughs> now uh we all went to um fan fest this weekend uh yep. we got we had an opportunity some some uh who stayed later got a chance to see nick Foles. i saw nick Foles. did you see him yeah drove by on the golf cart i was standing okay. right next to you nice very nice uh but <laughs> did you touch nick Foles though <laughs> Uh, dude, I think you need a restraining order after that, after that comment. I, I, where, I, where did you touch the man? You had a quick dap. Go on the doll where you touched the man. Had a quick dap. Uh, it, was, it was a crazy scene where Eagle fans were around him. He said, never close the door on Philadelphia. So I'm just leaving it. Th- that's that's how he left it. So I'm going to leave it there. So Nick Foles said, don't ever close the door on Philadelphia. So if they need a, another 
backup quarterback, he's on speed dial. I just, I just don't have it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's what I heard. Dude, I want him to open up like a monastery in Philly. That'd be cool (laughs) if he wants to open up a church and then you know lead sermons that that take us into Football Sunday. That's cool. But I want football career in Philly. I want to say I, I was very frightened by the fans that were. The words that they were saying and just the, the they love this. Were man. they talking about his package? They were talking about everything. Yeah. Uh, and he he kept his cool. His wife was like, "Oh my god." Uh, <laughs> they were they were they were about to like pull the cart over, and then the security guards were like starting to throw hands. So it was it was I mean, a weird. Nick scene his wife had the opportunity to do one of the funniest things ever and just wear a t-shirt that just said like the rumors are all true or something like that. <laughs> That would have been fun. Hilarious. <laughs> now, uh, Corey says, Bird Gang, crazy to see some of those names who uh, got cut. Shows how loaded we really are. Um, and, and, Ev, if you want to bring up those guys that did get cut, yeah, I will uh, I'll let you read that off in, in a sec. Um, but uh, PZ, he's, he's talking about NFC East champs, NFC champs, and now he's saying Super Bowl champs. I agree. Um, Todd is talking punt God on every single episode. You know, have have at it because we don't have a punter at this moment. But as we move right along to the running back position, uh, we're talking about DeAndre Swift, Kenny Gainwell, Rashad Penny, and Boston Scott. I think overall this this group here, I am I'm very uh, – I'm almost like braggadocious. When I talk about <laughs> our running backs, I'm talking about four running backs who I superbly agree that can do – it's a jack-of-all-trades – I'm not going to say a uh, Jonathan Taylor of none, but it's a, a fucking jack of all trades. I love this group, and I think, uh, yeah, DeAndre Swift, he's putting on for his city. We have Boston Scott, the giant killer. Uh, we're talking about Kenneth Gainwell, earned every second of his uh, time here. He's, 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 been, he's been that dude since he got here as a rookie. And Rashad Penny, um, if you're frugal game like Evan is, you, you like the pennies. Yes, sir. Mr. One cent. Um, no, I, I mean, you, you nailed it on the head. I think that this uh, running back group is one of the best ones that we've had in recent years. Um, I, the, the obvious thing is, is the whole is the whole injury thing. Um, obviously, Rashad Penny's had injury problems. Um, DeAndre Swift has had injury problems. We want these guys to stay upright. Uh, and behind this offensive line, honestly, the sky is the limit. But um you know, it's, it's just about – it's a long season, man. And uh, making sure these guys stay healthy. I think a healthy rotation between the four of these guys is what would make out best for uh, for everybody's health. I mean, what's not the love about this rotation? We're talking about two guys we brought from outside of the organization into the organization this year. And us football fans, you know, being fans of these two guys, uh, last year when we went to Detroit, it was – it was you know, it was cool to see Swift on the field. You know, even though he's playing for the Lions – I mean, being a fan of his and seeing how he plays, uh, Hard Knocks definitely got me on, on board on watching, you know, him live. And I'm glad, you know, we got the opportunity. Now he's playing for us. And then Rashad Penny, I mean, there's the expectations with him, you know, some concerns about his health and everything. But at the end of the day, he's with us. You know, um, it's a whole different ball game. You know, it's a fresh start for him. So, I, you know, I, I hope, I hope uh, you know, he definitely lasts a whole lot longer than a lot of people are expecting. Um and we'll see. You know, I mean, we definitely will see. I mean, he already proved me wrong by making the squad. So, you know, I'm all in now. You know, I mean, that's, I, that's what it's all about. I do have a question for you guys and for uh, the audience. I mean, I assume you guys are both in the fantasy football league this year. 
Um, is there anybody that you are that you would stay away from uh, on, on this Eagles running back group? I mean, are you going after an Eagles running back in your draft? Or are you kind of trying to stay away from it just because there's too many mouths to feed? What are you, what are you doing? If I'm if I'm going to uh, put my money on someone, I think Swift, even though Kenny Gainwell got a lot of the reps here, mm-hmm. I think to protect Swift, you know, um, I think he's he's a guy that I, I fully believe um, should, you know, take a majority of the reps. Not saying that Kenny Gainwell isn't that guy either. I think he's he's one of those versatile pieces. But I think when you Swift has to drop the hammer, he's just going to do that. Um, I think Rashad Penny, talking about injury prone, but like I got him in like the thirteenth round. Penny, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's a good solid option as well. But I think he's a, he's a bench running back for me right so now. So if I, I'm a, if I'm a fantasy guy, I'm going to go with Swift on this one. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta agree, man. Swift is definitely the guy to go with on, on that one. Um, uh, that's that's just my only problem when I'm when I'm in fantasy, bro. I'm, I'm always, I always got to get one. I either got to get a wide receiver or a running back from our squad. And if, it, if I'm gonna go, see, back, I, I unintentionally went with the complete homer draft in my first uh, my first fantasy football draft of the year. I went Hertz, Devonte, and uh, Pennies on the bench. So. Now I'm I'm thinking here, right? Um, I'm just thinking I'm not playing fantasy football again, guys. Uh, this is this is my second year of not playing fantasy football, and I think it's one of the best things I've ever done in my life. You don't you don't sports bet either. So so you're talking about a guy who used to work at used to work at Roto World. Yeah. Um, so for me not to play fantasy football, I'm just saying like just try it one year, just see how you feel. It's uh, hard. I, I've tried. I can't do it. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> I used to be in ten leagues every year. I went from ten year that's ten league sad. games yeah, leagues to like zero. I mean, so, do you think that possibly you could have just dialed it back and enjoyed yourself more if you had, yeah. I don't know, two leagues? But one I, league? <laughs> I lose sleep. I don't. I don't eat. Because you're in like, ten leagues, dude. Bro, it's, it's I a, think it's I, I think I'm only doing one this year, so I'm I'm somewhat there. Yeah. But I'm only sticking to one I, this I year, like, and uh, I'm probably gonna bet a little bit more, like on DraftKings or FanDuel. Now, Anthony says Sermon was the odd man out. Yes, he was. Um, Stop. Uh, Chase is saying, uh, has any elite teams have have a punter issue? I think that's that's, that's what we're talking about as Eagle fans. We're talking about punting, punters. We're talking about <laughs> wide receiver like, five. Sounds like Sirianni's going forth and going forth. Going forth I mean, if you remember, <laughs> let, let, let's talk about um, as we were going into last season, coming off the offseason. The number one concern concern we kept on hearing about was Aaron Sipos. Everybody was saying, oh, we got to change up the punter. Okay, I'll give it to you guys that you guys foresaw that that would be the biggest issue on the field. But I'm also going to say we really didn't have any issues. So that just became the biggest issue. We went to the Super Bowl. I mean, so if we're once again looking at this roster and our biggest complaint is the punter, I think we're in pretty damn good shape heading into the season, guys. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like we're talking about depth here. And again, yeah. moving on to the, the next position, this is where you can you can have your you can have your feels about something. You can be you can feel a certain way about this position. But uh, you talk about Quez Watkins, who we've all uh, wanted to see something in this offseason where he, you know, took, you know, every bit of words that he saw on the timeline and took it and transformed it into some. Something amazing during uh, this offseason. Got injured. Uh, so we haven't really got to see a lot of Quez. Uh, 
Um, but Zacchaeus that we brought in via free agency, uh, we love the move, you know, in terms of a depth piece, you know, he, he can play from the slot, you can move him around. Um, you know, obviously the media is now trying to put Devontae Smith and AJ Brown up against each other as one A or one B or whatever you, cause that's the, that's the thing to do these days. Uh, but that's four guys who I think we can rely on. Mm-hmm. You know, we're hoping we can rely on Quez. I, you know, we, we hope that there's some guys missing from that from that group here that, you know, could have been Britton Calvary. We talked a lot about Britton Calvary, who I do think he might be back. Mm-hmm. He got cut last year. They brought him back. I, I don't know. So, like, this is the way that I'm looking at it because I see so many people on the timeline in the comment section right now that are complaining about the fact that we only kept four wide receivers. But, like, let's just look at how this offense is structured. Uh, the top two wide receivers we had last year, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, both were four yards shy. A.J. was four yards shy of 1,500 yards. Devontae was four yards shy of 1,200 yards. Then you have Dallas Goddard at 702 yards. Then another large gap to Quez Watkins with 354 yards. He was the fourth highest receiver on the team. Then Gainwell and then Pascal, finally, our wide receiver four with 150 yards. Dude, we, we don't throw to anything beyond the top two wide receivers and the tight ends. That That's our offense. And so everybody, I understand that it's not traditional for teams to just keep four wide receivers. That's how our offense is structured. That's that's how we win. And uh, that's, as long as the top two targets are getting fed, we're going to be fine. And what about Gainwell playing some wide receiver snaps? Because he is, he does have the best hands of the group. You can, yeah. you can move him And when you in think there. about all of the different combinations of guys you can have on the field with this stacked running back group, think about having Kenny Gamewell out in the wide receiver position and then having either Penny or Swift in the backfield. I mean, th- those are the types of options I think we're going into the year with. And I'm fine with that, honestly, because I think that uh, – I've said before, I think Britton Covey was soaking up a, uh, a spot on this roster. I, I was okay with the um, the experiment last year and just having a guy that is primarily just a returner, but he ended up not doing anything productive and it just ended up being a sunken roster spot. I, I view it as like, we got to have a guy that can do other things, uh, whether it's play wide receiver, play cornerback in addition to uh, returning. Cause I, th- I think that uh, all those value, all those spots are valuable. Well, at the same time, I mean, today's pickup with Albert, I'm not going to say his last name. Oh, say it. i mean you know uh, that's that's an addition right there so i mean maybe that's one of the reasons why they decided to just stick with the four and go with a two tight end you know Mm -hmm. scheme so who knows i mean you guys bring up a good point i mean three out of our four running backs are good dump off running backs that we can just go ahead and toss the ball to yep so i mean hey somewhere somehow those guys are going to fill in that gap yeah joseph in the comments reminding us that we don't have a punter this is it's going to be the number one answer um, from Eagle fans. <laughs> we don't have a punter. That would be funny if the Eagles rolled Ghost Rider the Whip on the punter. I would love that. That would be just funny. Just be funny. Like, just had Jake Elliott. You want to play punter for just this week? Because we, we're going we're gonna to trash New England. <laughs> and you, got, you, you guys feel me on that one? I feel you on that. We don't, we don't even need a punter because we're going to trash. Uh, well, I, I think that uh, I mean, and you look at the way that Nick Sirianni calls games, too. I mean, when fourth down comes around, he, I mean, he uses all four downs. You know what I mean? If if he's in field goal range, he's probably going to go for it unless he's like 40 yards plus and out. And if he is, you know, 
on our own 45 and beyond in that kind of in-between area, he's probably going to go for it too. So I don't think he really values the punter that much. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, let's see. Another person that didn't get valued that much was uh, Devin Allen because Pete Nathan is in his fields. He said, my boy Devin Allen got waived, man. Hopefully they add him to the practice squad or the 53. Obviously he is a practice squad candidate. We have 16 roster spots there. So you, he's going to team up with the boy band. Greg Ward will be there. Uh, who else will be there? There's a, there's, there's, there's a lot of guys. I mean, Tyree Jackson could be still there. There'll, there'll be some dudes. Well, when, I, did, I, when, did I, they fill, when did they fill that in? They could be any minute. Okay. I, I also, like, I want to take a step back to, um, do you remember when we played Denver last year and we had that beat writer on? Forgive me. I'm, I'm, I forget his name. Just yeah. chat over. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> But my point is, is that we, when we had him on for that game, uh, we were asking him about the tight end position and we were talking to them about, uh, I think they had Noah Fant at the time. Was it Stephen O'Reilly? Uh, possibly. That was my buddy. You said that. You uh, said just, that with some stank on your face, dude. Like, I'm, I'm just, just kidding. I think, I think that's who you're talking about. Okay, talking but about. yeah, that guy. And so, um, anyway, we, we were asking about the punt position. We were asking about guys like Noah Fant, who was on the team at the time. And he said that uh, anyone that's a Broncos fan knows that uh, who they're hyped for is this Albert O dude that um, that that you know that's the guy that's the guy that they were all hyping up and they think that he was going to be the future. And now you know, cut to seven eight months later, he's on our roster. Um, so I'm I'm with it. Hmm. Talking about tight ends here. Let's talk about the tight end position here. Um, here we go. Here we go. Did I, no, that is not the right one, my guy. That is not the right one. That was the. Uh, Did you want uh, me to list off all the people that got cut? Because I did bring that up. Yeah, right after this, we'll go. We'll go ahead and do that. Um, Albert. Yeah, you could. You could try and pronounce his name if you want. I call him Albert O for now. Oak from the we Bunham. That's Oak Oak we Bunham. That's how I would say it. We got Jack Stoll. He's been. I always call him Old Navy because it's nothing flashy. It's just he does what he does. Uh, Dallas Goddard is the the guy. He's the god at the position, no pun intended. Uh, Grant Calcaterra, I think uh, Evan was very concerned about his medicals last year, but he's shown to to be serviceable and healthy at the moment. So I think overall, just bringing in a, you know, Albert O took Tyrese Jackson's spot because Tyrese Jackson. And right on cue, uh, T. Carmack says Albert O is just a Tyree Jackson in further development. And, you know, I mean, Tyree Jackson was one of those guys that everybody in the building was like hyping up the past couple of years. And then he just continually got injured during the preseason and during training camp. But um, I mean, the hype for for him was, you know, it, it was nice. I think similar to Albert L. I think you, you talk about development piece, you, you know, former quarterback from Buffalo. I think you'd like him to turn into that. You'd like him to turn to the next Jordan Reed. Also a former quarterback in his time, but it just didn't happen. Got injured again. Tyrese Jackson still could be that dude down the road, but he's got to develop his game. And it's right now we don't have time to develop. No, no. I, I'm sorry, dude. I'm I'm just saying that I think <laughs> I think his injuries cooked him, bro. And it's not. And I'm not wishing Tyree Jackson any ill will. I hope he can bounce back from all the injuries. But just from watching the NFL for the past 25 years. Um, after you just get continually injured time and time and time again like that, it's a wrap. It's, it's a wrap, man. Mm. 
Mark G says, yo, fellas, let's go. Can't wait to see this team in action soon. Glad McKee is here. And Eli Ricks, maybe Diamond pulled out of the cesspool. <laughs> well, I mean, Eli Ricks is – this is <laughs> SC, no pulled out of the SEC pool yeah. or the SEC script a la Mark Bird, um, who said he drafted Swift late in his draft. Not bad. Now, Bob says, uh, you think Howie passed on Taylor? Still hours left in the day. Definitely, uh, Taylor is going to be on uh, pretty much lockdown as he's on the, on the pup for four, four weeks. So, any of you guys who drafted him in your fantasy leagues, uh, that would be Todd in the, in the comments. He drafted Taylor. He's stuck for four weeks, not going anywhere, not been traded. Offers were not up to their liking. It was so Miami, qu- another team. So, question. So, you're saying that he can't get traded? He can't get traded if he's on the pup? I don't believe so. Well, he can't play. Well, that's they, that's yeah, that's my I, I, next. That's my follow up question. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't traded. know if you can. I don't know if he can get traded. Can you take him? Can another team take him off? The can another team take him off? The uh, I'm not sure about that. He's pretty much, but he's pretty much on ice for four weeks. Gotcha. Um, he still might be in this area in South Jersey. Shout out to Benny. He said he saw him running in the neighborhoods of South Jersey somewhere. I'm not going to give you his dress, but. Do what you will if you see him in the streets. Pete, Pete Nathan just pissed about the fact that we, uh, we've we mentioned fantasy football a few times now. Um, he says sorry, he doesn't Pete. play regular fantasy football. What kind of fantasy football do you play then, buddy? Actual, actual fantasy. Bro, I'm, I'm just telling you, take, take a year off. Just let me know how you feel. Yeah, do it, bro. Why, why don't you try doing just a year say, with just – Why don't just you try say. doing a year with just one league <laughs> instead of ten? Maybe we'll have a fourth and John league. How about that? It's kind of crazy that we've been doing this for like six years and I, or seven years. I don't think we've ever done one. <laughs> we've, been, we've been talking about it, but you're yeah, right. No. We but but it's, it's one of those things where it comes around. I'm like, all right, I'm already in fucking three leagues. I'm not trying to add a fourth yeah, on here. Yeah. Do you want to go over the offensive line position and then do the cuts or do the. Uh... You're driving, pal. I mean, Amy. I feel like it's uh, we'll, we'll do we'll do a, we'll do a halftime. Okay. Halftime <laughs> with with Evan Hearn, <laughs> Hollywood Hearn. How about that one? Sounds good. Offensive line, we got nine dudes here, nine dudes, quality guys here. But um, overall, you know, Jordan Balata, Landon Dickerson, the big boppa, Jason Kelsey, the elder statesman, Cam Jurgens at right guard, Lane Johnson, um, you know, backing him up, Jack Driscoll, who's been not Jack Driscoll-like. Uh, we have Tyler Steen. Who can play left tackle? He can play guard, perhaps. Um, and then we have Sua Opeta. I said the elder statesman of the back end of the roster dudes for the offensive line. Uh, Fred Johnson, who signed himself to what two year deal? Yeah. So they like what he brings to the table. Talk about the guys on the back end. Who can do what? We're talking about versatility. Driscoll, Steen. Uh, you know, this is a uh, it's a good group. This is a very good group. I think Except this is for the best depth case. is, you know. I think this is best case scenario. I mean, um, I kind of went into this camp hoping that Cam Jurgens was going to be able to win that right guard spot. I know that a lot of people, you know, thought that he was going to be too small to play it. But the fact that we're, we're able to, you know, not redshirt him for a second consecutive year, actually get him in some games, get him in some significant action. Um you know, it's it's time we start polishing him, and uh, I'm I'm happy that he was able to land that starting spot. And Steen will be good, uh, good depth for sure. Looks yeah, like I mean, he can move around a lot. 
Yeah, there's some big boys here on this line. Uh, I gotta admit, man, just seeing Fred Johnson at the uh, pre uh, the open practice that one day, uh, that's a big dude, and I didn't I didn't even realize, you know, how much he, you know, how much he was doing his thing, and then to find out that he signed that two year contract because you know Stoutland has some confidence in him. It seems like it's another project Stoutland's looking to take on. You know, what I mean, he did it with Malata, and it looks like he could go ahead and build this kid up to be something real special. So. Hey, I mean, I wish him nothing but the best. It looks, you know, let's go. I, I, I like, I like his size is built, and I think he's going to be perfect. Mm. So, <laughs> we're we're going to uh, represent. Uh, no, I mean Evan Hollow Hearn is going to represent with the Hollywood Hearn halftime cut list. Cut list. How about that? Cut list. Cut list. Where's the theme at, man? I was looking forward to the theme. Where's it at? I, I think I think we just came up with this segment like five minutes ago, so I don't I think will, it was made. I, I can give you. I can give you some uh, some breaking news. Live in Philadelphia with the list of players that were dropped from the Philadelphia Eagles this evening. <laughs> starting off the list. <laughs> uh, starting off in no particular order. Um, you know, the, the positions are jumping all the hell over here. But uh, we're just going to go down it. Oh, because it's in alphabetical order. That makes sense. Yep. Wide receiver, Devin Allen. Linebacker, Quentin Bell. Quarterback, Ian Book. Running back, Kennedy Brooks. Peace, dude. Uh, DT, Robert Cooper. Wide receiver, Britton Covey. Cornerback, Makai Garner. Uh, guard, Julian Good-Jones. Wide receiver, Jaden Hazelwood. Defensive end, Taron Jackson. Tight end, Tyree Jackson. L- uh, linebacker, Kyron Johnson. Wide receiver, Johnny King. Linebacker, Tyreek Maddox-Williams. Safety, Tristan McCollum. Linebacker, Nicholas Morrow. Wide receiver, Joseph Ngata. Defensive end, Janarius Robinson. Guard, Tyrese Robinson. Uh, tight end, Brady Russell. Defensive tackle, Olive Sagapolu. Defensive tackle, Caleb Sa- uh, Sanders. Cornerback, Josiah Scott. Guard, Josh Sk- uh, Sills. Punter, Aaron Sipos. Rest in peace. <laughs> Uh, wide receiver, Freddie Swain. Linebacker, Bed, uh, Ben Van Sumeren. That one was kind of a okay. shock, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, safety, Kevon Wallace. Later. Wide Wallace. receiver, Greg Ward. And finally, defensive tackle, Marvin Wilson. We're in Marvin's room right now. You know, that's a great job. That is a great job. People in the chat are, you know. <laughs> they were telling, loving it. They were they, loving the segment. Great tone in your voice. You know, Take always. Uh, pieces. <laughs> Uh, so obviously, there's people in the chat that want a fantasy football league with Fourth and John. Maybe you guys in the in, in the comments, maybe we can get one together. Then, then, then I gotta go to a show and I gotta hear Mr. Rando in the comments. Oh, I beat you this week. Like, yeah, I, don't, I don't need that. Bro. I don't need that's that in my life. <laughs> I don't need that in my life. What I do need in my life is a phenomenal, phenomenal defensive line. <laughs> That's what I. That's what I need in my life. That's what I need. That's what I really need in you my need, life. You need a phenomenal defensive line. Well, the good thing is you got one, pal. 
Starting with the defensive tackles, the Eagles got seven. Uh, Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, Milton Williams, Moro Ojomo, the rookie, uh, Marlon Tui Pelotu, who stood me up on the interview, still will never forget that, my guy. Kentavia uh, Street, the guy who, you know, they wanted over Milton, Milton Williams. Williams at one point. Someone dude wanted him. One person, yeah. So that's, that's, that is a solid group. Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, even though you got younger at the position, you let J- Javon go, you save money, got Jalen Carter for I way mean, cheaper. I, I'm not sure how much uh, excitement was added on to your guys, you know. It added to your level of excitement uh, yesterday or the day before, but I'm not sure if you guys saw uh, the Eagles players are being interviewed about who impressed the most in training camp. Mm-hmm. The resounding unanimous answer was Jalen Carter. Everybody offensive and defensive side of the ball is saying, man, this Jalen Carter kid is something special. So that had me feel in a certain type of way. I'm not going to lie. Jalen Carter is going to be a menace on this defense. Did you, line. didn't you feel that when we drafted him though? Of course. But when, when I have just, when, when I have the players on my team that are NFL caliber, that are verifying that it kind of takes away because you know, when you draft a guy in the rookie season, you can only expect so much, right? Like that and everybody putting these expectations on Jalen Carter on the team kind of just raised it up to, yo, might have defensive rookie of the year on our team this year. Just saying. Well, at the same time, it's just like, remember, he had uh, quite a bit on his plate. So we weren't sure where his mindset was going to be coming into the season, but it, he proved that you know he put he put all that to the side and he he's focusing on what's ahead of him and he's doing his thing so i mean you hear these guys you know really talking highly about him it, it definitely means a lot and it makes that pick even more exciting to have i saw i saw some <clears throat> meme that was talking about uh, you ever see the meme talking about james harden putting on the fat suit mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just saying that was uh jalen carter during the uh during the NFL Combine this year, <laughs> just threw on a fat suit for the uh, for the Combine. Now uh, we had some uh, edge players there: Josh Sweat, Derek Barnett, and Brandon Graham. Um, and also on the next graphic here, um, if I can get to it, um, we'll move right along to our, our linebackers here um, and our edge players: Hassan Reddick, obviously. You know, he we know who he is. Nolan Smith, Patrick Johnson. Some guys were wondering if he would make the. If if you saw his, this guy got burned in the Super Bowl um, for being a rookie. So I think, you know, Kyron Johnson, shout out to Drew Johnson, uh, which is um, Kyron Johnson's cousin. He's usually in the comments. Hopefully he's not singing uh, Boys to Men because uh, it's not the end of the road because he could get picked up. Kyron Johnson is a, a talented dude, but obviously the Eagles stack roster. Now look at the linebackers. Uh, Nicobe Dean, Zach Cunningham, Christian Ellis. We talk about uh, three times dope. If you don't remember that that group, um, I'm not saying they're dope, but uh, Nicobe Dean, he's got that, that opportunity to be the guy. Zach Cunningham, we bring him off the street. I think uh, he's serviceable uh, vet. Christian Ellis, special teams, also he can uh, he can be he can be interchangeable if you need him. But I think this is a a position where maybe he'd have some things in mind. I, I'm not exactly sure who, uh, if Christian Ellis is a lock lock. Um, what do you guys think about this? 
I gotta be honest. This is um, probably I don't want I don't want to use the word alarming. I just want to use the word um, concern. Concerning. Yeah, it's the most concerning uh, slide that is, that has come up so far. This, I mean, only keeping three linebackers, uh, you know, traditional linebackers in Nakobe Dean, Zach Cunningham, and Christian Ellis. You talked about how Nakobe Dean has an opportunity to really, you know, grab this position by the horns, but I'm not so sure if it's as much of an opportunity as much as a need. Like, we need Nakobe Dean to step up in this linebacker group because, you know, like you said, Zach Cunningham is serviceable. Christian Ellis has looked good in the preseason uh, against, you know, back, back of the roster guys. But is that going to translate uh, into, you know, full starters, NFL players every single down? Um, this is definitely uh, the group I'm worried most about is the linebackers. Um you know, whether we face any injury at any point in the season. I just don't think Howie's done here. I think that um, Howie's going to end up bringing in another linebacker. I don't see how we go into the season with this little depth. Yeah, that's just the thing I was just getting ready to say. Howie definitely has to make a move here in that position. Um, I agree with you, man. It, it definitely looks slim. I mean, not taking nothing away from the Kobe Dean. This is this year to go ahead and bring that captain uh, mentality that he had at Georgia over to the, you know, to the Eagles now that he's going to be into the starter rotation. Um, Zach Cunningham, a great addition. You know, I mean, he did his thing during the preseason. Christian Ellis, I don't know, man. I, I, I my expectations for him are pretty high. I thought he'd look real good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to be honest with you, I, I hope we get another Blake, uh, Blankenship out of him. You know, what I mean, like, you know, come in, surprised everybody, did his thing, and then, you know, became that, that, uh, solidified starter on the squad. And, and I think, you know, he has the potential to go ahead and do it. Uh, you, you bring up a good point. He definitely did shine against the back end of a lot of squads, but hey, so the, so the blanket ship, you know, mm-hmm. and then blanket ship did bring that mentality into the starting role. So yep. I hope I hope that you know that trend continues with him. <clears throat> Fantasy league is very popular in the chat, my guys. Uh, See what you started. Somebody brought up a good point, man. I mean, you don't want to get you don't want to be in one. Cool, run it. And me and Evans just have fun. Oh, with maybe I'll all. just delegate. Just, just run it. Man. You're setting us up for more shit talk, Prime, because all he's going to be doing, <laughs> he, he sits in the ivory tower the whole time. It's like, Bro, oh, your I squad live for this stinks. Shit. I live and then, for and then, talk, and, then, and, then, and then we can't even say anything back because he doesn't have a team. <laughs> Yo, I used to have a Nickelodeon the worst league. GM ever. <laughs> People used to get slimed and shit. Like, it was like, there was, was pressure. And then you, if you look, again, the shit talking after a loss, when you like forgot to put a dude in the roster. Uh, this is the worst feeling. I'm, I'm glad I'm not dealing with that. Pete Appreciate Nathan you. says Christian Ellis is a poor man's TJ Edwards. TJ Edwards was an all pro last year. I'll take a poor man's fucking TJ Edwards, man. That's Undrafted fine. as well. Yeah, that's fine. Pete, Pete shout out, man. Uh, Ryan asks, how's your bowling coming along, Brian? It's all right, man. I'm retired for right now. All right, I'm chilling. <laughs> Retired bowler, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, uh, Rackshack says, any news on Nolan Smith? I know the last we checked, you know, here's the thing. Practices. If they, I mean, are they saying they're keeping him out? Is that, some, from, for some, everything that I've read, uh, they've been talking about they're just keeping him out for precautionary reasons. And yeah. I'm not, like, but, like, I don't know, man. That, to me, is a little bit shady. Because he's he's a rookie, he needs to get those plays in. And if you're if you're being precautionary, yeah, I get it. You don't you don't want to aggravate something. But why are they being so precautionary? Is the injury worse than they're leading on? Is kind of what I'm worried about. 
So what if they're trying to okay? Because I'm just it's going to get interesting uh, moving up to week one, right? Do they shift things around? Do they they put somebody, you know, on the pup list? You, you know, they IR somebody. Um, could could he be a candidate if they feel like he's not exactly like he's 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 you know when when he was doing his interviews he was kind of candid with it. And he's the way that he's talking about his shoulders, like, uh, you know, it's, it's my, you know, he's talking about like, you know, his issues with his shoulder, but he was being candid with it. And the way he was talking about him, like, yeah, I don't want to, really, I don't want, I don't want you to have like that trick shoulder where you got to throw that shit back in. Like, nah, we're not doing that. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of like where my head's at, where I heard him speak on the issue and he was saying something to the effect of, you know, uh, they told me they're just keeping me out for precautionary reasons, blah, blah, blah. I feel fine. Dude, you know where my head went first is Chris Maragos. I mean, he just settled that lawsuit. Where 40 were, mil. Yeah, where they where the Eagles told him he was fine and he wasn't. So, you know, I, I just have to take everything that they're telling us with a grain of salt. Mm. Now, Todd says uh, Jabril Cox was cut. Uh, interesting product from North Dakota state all transferred to lsu drafted by the cowboys uh who also traded their other second round pick uh the guy that did the uh his friends did the drive-by thing it was in the news or something he got traded as well um but enough about the cowboys but jerry Cox, a linebacker who's got you know coverage ability saw him down at senior bowl um what was i gonna say he was kind of, he was kind of like a mix that he could move all around the defense. Can he? Can he play like safety as well as linebacker? And yeah, safety, he's yeah. he's good in coverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you, you, you think you gotta, I don't know, man. I th- I think there's when you take a look at this group, there's something could be in the works. I st- I still could like, be in the works. Speaking of the linebacker group, I think that one of the most underplayed stories of this this offseason is the whole Miles Jack thing. That was weird, man. Like him coming in and then looking at this roster that is Super Bowl caliber and being like, yeah, I just don't feel like playing. Like that in a, in a position where he easily could have made the team. Well, he got outplayed, like, actually. The beats beats were all saying that like after the first couple of practices, they felt like he didn't have it. And again, like we, we saw that he was underweight. To, I saw him. I was like, he looks underweight. Um, he just wants to be a plumber. I, I get it. Bro. Hey. He came with two, you know. He came with two pairs of draws. If you if you follow the Zach Ertz burn the boats script, you burn the boats because you're not coming back. Yeah. You 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 bring your whole bag because you're not you're not leaving. Okay? You're breaking Prime's heart right now. So, talk, talking about the Ertz is not coming back. <laughs> hey, but you know, at the end of the day, there's always there's always this video. Look back. Congratulations on your wedding, lucky. Remind you that you are married. <laughs> Shout out to all. Thanks, bud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, move right along the position group here. Um, cor- I, I say this cornerback, the cornerback, you know, these young corners mm. got me jacked up. Because, uh, you know, Josh Joe, you're talking about Eli Ricks, you're talking about Mario Goodrich. Uh, they're talking about those are young cornerbacks with links and then you add Ringo the rookie also they they have a type mm-hmm. um we have James Brad, Bradbury and Darius Slay who 
were uh, pretty much all world last year. Avante Maddox, again, barring injury, Avante Maddox is uh, top slot corner in the NFL. He's a, bro. He's, a, he's, a, he's a great great ad when he's healthy. Um, what are, what are your thoughts? I mean, who's who's the most exciting young cornerback on this roster? Um, I mean, I feel like the easy answer is Eli Ricks just based off of the pick six in the, uh, in the preseason. But I mean, Josh Job is a dude that I've been, you know, I've, I've been riding for Josh Job this entire off season saying how I think that, um, he, he makes a step up this off season and, uh, you know, proves his worth. And when I saw this cornerback group and who made it, I, I was just as excited as you, Gail, because I like, I view, I looked at it and I was like, we got the youth movement going on in the corners. And um, it just shows that the Cy and Nick Sirianni are showing true trust in these, uh, in these young guys and that they, they've proven enough to be uh, solid contributors with the squad. Yeah. That's the key thing. We went young here and that's mm-hmm. what I like too. Uh, the fact that all those guys made the squad. I mean, you touch on Josh Job. He definitely was somebody that stood out. Uh, Ringo being my guy, that was that guy that I picked in, in the draft that, you know, I mean, a lot of people had some doubt in. He's a project, you know, and it's a it's a good project. I think they could definitely build on with him. Um, and then, you know, I mean, the regular, the regulars, you know, Slay, Bradbury, Maddox holding it down. Um, good th- three good people that these guys could definitely learn off of. So, you know, I mean, it's exciting to go ahead and see these kids go to work. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm, it's chimes and he says he saw Rick shut Pittman down. He did. And like that, that was that was very promising to see too, because you know, in in the preseason, most of the time it's the twos, it's the threes, it's the bubble guys that are in the game. But uh, Eli Ricks got some valuable snaps versus uh, you know teams ones in in these preseason games, and obviously in the uh, in the open practices, not the open practices, the joint practices as well. So I mean, dude, he impressed, and uh, I think that. God forbid, should anything happen uh, to either Bradbury or Slay, I think Ricks can step up and, uh, you know, hold down the fort for uh time being. Now, T. T- Carmack uh, says uh, Ringo's size and speed are interesting to me. I like him in college a little little tight, but good. Like, it's funny because every time I talk about Ringo to some random yeah. Eagle fan, we talk about uh, Ringo, it's either tight, hips, or um, – Looks a little lost, or they're rooting for him. But we love the size and the speed. But it's always a but. There's always a there's always a but with uh, Ringo. Obviously, he's got a good group of corners to learn from, which is hopefully you know having Darius Slay, who's a very you know he's he's, he's a mentor type. So I think uh, I feel like he's gonna take him under his wings. Um, Gail, you're a big believer in the jersey number makes the man i believe um thoughts on on ricks and ringo with the with the 37 and the 39 i mean i, I hope they change it by the time the season starts man i'm not a fan of it yeah I'm not but either. but what i do like is my freshman year in college they i, I went to my locker i've had did small digits every year in every any time i played what do you mean like single digit single digits i saw 85 in my locker and i i almost cried um, I, I did cry actually because that was the worst number I ever had in my life. If you could make a shitty number into something, that is that is saying something. Like you, if you take that number and run with it, hey, that's even. Yeah, yeah, uh, I ain't running with those numbers regardless. I wouldn't, <laughs> but if you you're forced to have that, like it, it tells you where you came from. Yeah, yeah. They, they might have been forced during the preseason and the training, but I just don't. 
You're, you're not big on the Ocho Seiko? No, no. 80, 80, oh, you talking to him? Yeah. If you're a tight end or if you're like a, a Chad, six, Chad I say six, six, three wide receiver, not like you can't be like five, nine, and 180 and numbers. That, that was a 50 song. pounds and be like 85. I got you. I got you. Um, What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Awful. Uh, Todd says, pick six Ricks. I like it. That's a, is that you want to you guys want to uh coin that phrase? I think he already did. Not yeah, not Todd. Nice. I think that uh Eli had talked about that's what he was uh called in college. I forgot to uh give a shout out to um Josh Gerben. Uh he's the uh, trademark attorney that sent me a DM and said uh that that, that Jalen Hurts put a trademark in for rare air. Love it. Which nice. we all know that he signed with the Jordan brand. So mm-hmm. Could this this rare air is for clothing? So we could get some swaggy clothing from Jalen Hurts. Mm. Um, shout out, to, shout out to Josh for breaking that, and shout out to Josh for DMing us first with that information. Appreciation. <laughs> uh, moving right along to the safety position. You you think Ricks can? Sorry to before, okay. before we go there. You think Ricks can return punts? I don't know about that. Well, I'll show you who our punt returners are on paper, according to the Eagles depth chart at the moment. But uh, our safeties here, Reed Blankenship, who's I think he's he's kind of turned into like a a fan favorite a little bit. Um, Terrell Edmonds, uh, who we brought up in free agency and Justin Evans, surprisingly, has been a beats have talked about him being the corner, he the safety. Opposite of Reed, that's starting. Um, we'll see. Terrell, Edmund, I mean Sidney Brown, a guy, a guy that we've been high on since the Senior Bowl, has made his way onto this roster. Obviously, he's drafted here, and you know he's 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 flashed in camp and preseason. Uh, what do you guys think about this group overall? Um, I, th- I to be honest with you, I think we should just stop screwing around and just throw <laughs> Reed Blankenship and Sidney Brown in the starting roles. Uh, listen, I think Justin Evans is a good depth guy. I don't think that with the you know this secondary that we have, I don't think that we we should be screwing around. I think that we just put the guys with the most potential out there, and the the speed that Sidney Brown plays at it, uh, in this safety group to me is second to none. Um, I think I think that he, you know, he he looks like a blur on the field and the way he's able to get to the ball carrier um, through a small hole. I think he is legitimate NFL safety. And um, as, as the same thing with Reed Blankenship, I think they'd be a great tandem to have, uh, you know, Reed at free safety and Sidney Brown down a strong safety. That's how I would play. Bro, when Sidney Brown puts his first hit in an actual game, I'm going to lose my shit mm-hmm. is that dude is a beast. The way he's on that field, the way he covers, he is like just in every single play, at least a good 80% of the time. Uh, Reed, the white knight Blankenship, <laughs> that boy. Yeah. 
I'm looking forward, you know, for him going into his second year doing his the thing. Milk missile. <laughs> so, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I think um, I'm looking forward to seeing this guy, Justin Evans. Hey, I mean, it's a it's a nice uh, depth. Uh, yeah, cool. You know, I mean, I think I think he's good. And then you know, I I was big on Terrell Edmonds. I I, I liked the, the signing when uh, we picked him up. Um, I always thought he was, you know, cliche in uh, Pittsburgh, and I thought, you know, coming into the squad, you know, it, it, we would benefit off of that. Uh, so I think I think we're going to be all right, man. Um, L- listen to how and look how uh, Prime just lit up talking about Sidney Brown comparatively to Justin Evans. <laughs> just, the Justin Evans thing. I'm sorry, man. Like it just doesn't move the needle the same hey, way. I mean, just Justin it Evans was it. a former second round pick. Had a I guess what was it Achilles injury. Derek fact, Barnett was a first-round pick. Well, I mean, I'm saying the the beats. I don't know. They they they're saying that Evans is the guy who they might see. See, I've I've been Eagle fans have been you know they've been yo we need to we need to drop the hammer and do do the trade now. For uh, with Arizona for oh, Buda Baker. Yeah. Buda, uh, bring in Buda do it now. Oh news, oh news. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. I mean, that that would be best case scenario for Buddha, who is, you know, now at this point staring down the barrel of being on the worst team in the NFL. Um, dude, are they planning a tank? I'm not sure if you guys have been following that team at they all. Look, but... They look look like they're tanking. Yeah, I don't do think see, that... Do you see who their coach is? Well, I understand that, <laughs> well, but I'm just saying... Caleb that... Wilson, yeah, that's what he was tanking for. Yeah, I guess. Get that, get that Kyler Murray... The, I couldn't uh, imagine going into an NFL season just with the anticipation of like before game one even happens and you're already hoping for the first overall pick. That is just their 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 quarterback who uh, they paid all that money to, mm-hmm. who if you say his name five times fast in a row, will show up in a cod lobby. Sounds like a appetizer. Mm. Some squid. Say calamari, it five calamari, times. Calamari. Calamari. <laughs> Uh, he is playing, he's, he's playing, he's playing, uh, Call of Duty, getting his kills up at this moment. But, um, talking about, talking about not killing, but killing pork out here. Uh, Mr. Juggernaut, if you've not had his pulled pork, talk about it. Mm. His pulled pork is amazing. His he, he's, pork is nice, bro. he said he's coming to the opener tailgate. Ew. Talking about a one A and one B guys on the sh- on the uh, on the grill, you know, high fiving each you, other. You talking, you talking about New England? Or are you talking about in... no oh, Minnesota? Minnesota game. Okay. Minnesota open. I was gonna say, did you anticipate me bringing that giant ass grill up to New England? No, we didn't. Okay, no, we didn't. <laughs> without telling you. <laughs> so, so Alex wants to see another wide receiver on the team and lose a safety or a tight end. How do you feel about that? Uh, I want to see another wide receiver. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't say lose a safety, um, potentially a tight end. I'd, I'd be willing to, to part ways with. Uh, but an- another wide receiver. I, I'm look. I'm more looking for another um, linebacker. But I will say that you know, if if we ended up finding a wide receiver three that was worth it, I saw that. Uh, I'm not sure if there's any validity to it, but I did see that potentially Chicago was shopping Darnell Mooney. Um, and if he wanted to come in as a wide receiver three, I'm listening. I like, I like it, man. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Brian, Brian a, says, a really, the White Knight. 
Yeah, why not? I mean, we were talking about what the white snake a couple of few years ago. You know what I mean? So. White snake, white snake. White was, snake. It, was that uh, was that Singleton or was that Gary? That was Nate uh, Gary. Nate Gary. Okay. He he looked like uh, Nate. Nate Gary looked like um, what was the name of that video game with Snake? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, was that was a Mortal Kombat? Was it where you had to take out the controller in the because the thing was reading your thing and you had to switch it into the other one? Wow. <sighs> Great video game. What? I don't know. But the only Great thing video. I think of when I think of <laughs> it was uh, the monumental in, in video game playing where you had to go ahead. Ev. I was I was gonna say, do you remember the, the, the first thing every time I uh, whenever Nate Gary comes to mind is that one pi- uh, picture of him where he has his back to the quarterback and like, and uh, like everybody is just you know rushing the quarterback <laughs> and he's just got his back to him just looking at the end zone and <laughs> right over his head. Metal Gear Gear Solid, everyone's saying? Yes, Metal Gear Solid. If you're not a gamer, that was a monumental moment in video game history. (laughs) If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you you weren't there. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that was a PlayStation-only thing, wasn't it? It's amazing. Mind-blown. Darnell Mooney, you got to bring – I'm trying to think of what pump returner out there. Did, did, I'm, uh, you know, I'm thinking about our corners, honestly, because like Ringo's another guy that's got crazy speed, right? Like, does he have experience in returning punts? I, I don't know. I think that we have a punt return. The other thing is, like, I will I will say this again a million times over: not everyone just goes out and just catches punts naturally. It just doesn't happen. There's some guys that have a have a knack for it and just it. They just are perfect at it and like that you cannot we thought, thought britain covey that was his only knack that, and that is his he, only he, knack. he's, he's his, just a natural catch and obliterated <laughs> catch and release but again we say that we say like we we have you gotta go, go back and look at the numbers his numbers were for punt returners were at the top at the Correct, second man. half of the season you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. first half first second half and then last punt return was in the super bowl best that he's had the whole season so he uh, still De- might be back Devin duvernay is is he he got released i don't know i'm, I'm just following rack shack I, I honestly haven't seen any of the other squads uh releases i haven't seen no big names so i haven't really been paying attention hmm. four wide receivers is not it you guys this i mean again like like as much as we whatever, whatever we're talking about right now this is not set in stone no, last year's 53 not. was not set in stone by the time the season uh came around of, there was a lot of moves last year under 53 you know hey we so? got time bro it's september 10th is the first game of the season mm. correct i think duvernay was released was he track star interesting we're gonna give up on one to go for another. Hmm. Um, while we're while we're at it, while we're at it here, uh, let's move right along to the special teams. Okay, special I hear, teams. I, I hear Jaden. Here's real. He got he got let go. <laughs> no, I, I, heard, I heard Minnesota was trying to move him before they. Yeah, uh, they well, you know, JJ got released. Just want to let you guys know. Uh, but specialists here, we have uh, Jake Elliott, who is all world in terms of uh, consistency. Uh, Rick Lovato, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Rick and Lovato. F- friend of Evan's dad. That is also true. <laughs> um, and then 
we have no punter lol that's that's what i that, no punter lol i about but to if, drop a tape honestly i mean i i was a goalie in soccer mm-hmm. i did hunt the ball mm-hmm. just saying hey, go, to, go down there and maybe you might try out for um f um let's see if but if you're uh looking to book some trips with philly sports trips mm. Make sure to follow them at Sports Trips PHL for more information. We have locked in our dates. We have locked in our dates here. This guy's flexing. We're going to New England. We're going to KC. Oh. We're going to LA. Oh. And then we Dallas. I know it might, it might, it might be two of us uh, on Dallas, but uh, if you guys are looking to link up with us. We'll be excited. We'll have that face. We will have that face. Um, but if you're uh, if you like the podcast, you like what you do, make sure you hit, you're subscribed. You Want to give us a review on fourth on uh, iTunes? Do that as well. Um, we'd love you for it. Five stars only. <laughs> then someone gives us a one star just to be. James Prochet already got released. Didn't he just get drafted last year? A couple years ago. A couple years ago. I was a big fan. Big fan of his game. I couldn't um, believe. Speaking of, uh, was there was there any other surprise uh, around the leagues for you guys? I mean, Corey um, Davis retiring that that was another one. I was like, dude, he just didn't didn't have it. Yeah, but I but remember when he was coming out, like there was a lot of people that in his draft process that were putting him as the number one wide receiver in that draft. Tennessee, a lot of Tennessee fans had high hopes for him. I remember Treadwell as well. That was another guy. Everyone thought it was going to Ryan be. says he'll see us in KC. Oh shit. Oh, this man. this is probably this is the game of the week. Yes, sir. It's gonna be tough. It's tough to miss that one. Um uh, Brian is reporting that Saints signed a 30-year-old rookie punter. Evan, <laughs> it's not too late, dog. <laughs> You're right in there. Um hey. but going to the uh just want to bring up the last point here before we take everyone's questions and answers here. Um <laughs> the empty punt spot's awesome. <laughs> like you know, this it's just just no one there. You should have put no Evans. one there. Yeah, is, is that no 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 look just look at it. Evan's name is next. <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know Boston Scott and Kenneth Gamewell can both return kicks, right? So I mean that that's 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 more than serviceable. Yeah. Um we got Devontae Smith and Quez Watkins. Now we don't want Devontae back there. You know, you, they put him back in there for juice moments where they need some juice. You've seen Devonta go back there. Quest Watkins, well, he's not a natural at it. He's 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 done it. I'm not going to say well, but you know, he's he's he can do it. Um, what, what is it about? I'm not sure if I'm just linking this to our last long snapper we had, but why does Rick Lovato look like he could do some magic tricks too? He just he just got that look to him, bro. Does he? I don't know. Don't you don't you, sit, don't you feel like that guy if he came up to you like with, with a deck of cards he could <laughs> he could show you something? <laughs> I don't I think you're uh that long snapper profile. I might be I might be is that long snapper profile. But I but again when you look at the kick return game now kick return game now if you this season if you fair catch a kick return or down you know you're starting at the 25. So if you were you don't you could do that every single time and get to the 25. So that's not yeah. a bad thing. It kind of dismin- diminishes what kick returners 
do. Um, I, I hate the NFL for doing that because. Yeah, I'm not a fan either. Devin, right, what, what's your guys' thoughts on? Because uh, I saw people also talking about uh, possibly, obviously not this year, um, but transferring to like how the college is doing it now, where uh, their kickoffs aren't their players like lining up all the way down the field instead of like having that long run into the into the I player. Hope, you essentially I, line up like on the line of scrimmage, essentially. That's hard because you're taking away from other people's positions. I mean, this is positions that guys practice for, you know, since they were kids and hoping that they could at least get that opportunity. I mean, yeah, special, special teams, teams man. special teams is a big key to making a squad. So you take that away. Now you're kind of like minimizing their hopes or their chances yeah. of making I, I, that squad. It's you know a very good point, Brian. Uh, being a former kick returner, kick returner is special. If you can get it right, it, it, there's there's some guys that can just weave in and out and just make it look like an art form. So I feel like the Devin Hester's of the world, you know. That, the, that's why I don't like all the rule changes. Like that take, eh. that eliminates the Devin Hester's of the world from you know becoming great. It's a tough scene out here, man. It yeah. is, man. They gotta they gotta you know slow their roll on but, a lot of. And, and honestly, teams. like when when you have a kick return touchdown, that's one of the most exciting plays, you know, in football, in my opinion. But from the analytics and the numbers on injuries um, caused on kick return, you know, that's where they're trying to make the game safer. I think the analytics also point to those padded helmets help out a lot too, but they don't want to use those. So it seems very selective in their, in their safety. Who, who doesn't want to look like an awesome blossom from <laughs> running around here? <laughs> if you've never been to, yeah, I can't even remember the name of the restaurant. Um, let's see. Preseason regular parking. I don't know about tailgate. Man, look, right uh, I, th- I, th- I think right they now. were. I think they were talking about the. Um, what? They, they, were, no, no, no. they were talking about L.A. They were talking about L.A. Oh, oh I heard oh, it's, yeah. it's tough. How, how much there. will the tailgate be in Los Angeles? That's what they're asking. Oh, I heard it's. I heard it's expensive. Yeah, I mean it's L.A. I mean, everything's expensive in California. Evan, are you excited about L.A.? <laughs> <laughs> Saving up my change now. <laughs> you, you, you guys want to go to the uh, the lot? Clipping toenails, clipping coupons, <laughs> clipping toenails, putting them in bags, and, and starting his own weekends. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Mr. Tone says, Market King is my guy for puncher. He has the best rockings, uh, you know, before he gets the, the, the ball. Market King. Interesting. I'm, dude, I honestly don't understand why he's not still in the league. He was a good punter. And then uh, I think he went to, was it the USFL or the XFL? One of the two. And then he was like the top punter there. And I don't, I don't understand why he hasn't uh, worked his way back into the league. Now, Sean says, uh, what's up, guys? I want to see Matt or he's a punt guy who's available be a bonus on our special teams. Obviously, he's de- he de- been parking up that tree all Yeah, all- yes. I have, as soon as we lost our punter, I texted Todd and said, hey, here's your moment to shine. <laughs> Todd, in the, Todd in the comments and, you know. This is, but his situation, he was cleared from this, um, his allegations. Mm-hmm. And I know there are some, this is, this is a comment you see in every Eagles chat or any, every comment, anything about punters. Would you sign Areza now that he's been cleared? Listen, man, I'm, I'm not in charge of the Eagles. I'm not a, uh, 
my my short answer is i guess but it's it's one it's one of those things that um i don't know man it, it just make me feel kind of kind of icky because i get it i totally get the fact that he didn't end up getting charged and all that stuff but if you go back and you read the story there was things that he admitted he did he he said yeah he did it so i don't know but it's just kind of gross to me there's but. things that he admitted that just were I didn't read the interview, so yeah, I, and I'm not, and I'm not trying, I'm not trying to be caught up in libel here either. So I, like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get my information wrong, but I just remember him admitting to something within the uh, within the accusations, and I was like, I don't know, man, I, I, I just don't want to touch it. I mean, my thing is, this team is so stacked, right? If we're, it's just I've seen a couple veteran punters get released. I would try those guys first before bringing in. Just because I don't want I don't want anyone asking Jalen Hurts what he thinks about Matt Ariza. I don't like that's that's annoying, and that will be questioned to every leader on his team. We're gonna have to talk about this situation, and, and we're talking about punters. And let's talk about the facts. Like, I mean, he was drafted. He was a drafted punter, which means that he was highly sought after uh, before all these allegations came out. And now he's sitting around as a free agent. And it's not just the Eagles that are kind of sitting there afraid to touch him. Every other team in the league is in the same boat where they just don't know what to do with that whole situation. So I think that that kind of speaks volumes just about where this actually sits. I don't know. Now, Joe has a question here. He says, uh, has the best last name, um, Joe Hennessy. Do you guys think JT will suit up this year? Do you think Howie was actually pursuing him? I do think uh, Howie does does his due diligence, and I think he might have had a number and might have had a, you know, a low ball offer in mind because he's Howie. But I, I think uh, I think JT, I think JT will suit up this year. Um, but he, imagine having to play for Ursay after yeah. he just degraded you and your position. I, I th- to be honest with you, I think that um, I think Le'Veon Bell kind of ruined that for a lot of dudes, man. I'm not I'm not gonna lie because he had that holdout year, and that did not end up benefiting him at all, man. I think um, I think he did get. I think he got his money, but I think. But his career went down. Right, right. He, yeah, true. But like, if you're talking about if he would have got hurt the next day, he wouldn't have got that money. But I think it did true. effectively ruin his like mojo moving forward but he did get his money but i I i'm just saying i think a lot of running backs that are sitting here and kind of weighing the option of hey should i hold out the same way that Le'Veon bell did i think that they're hesitant to do so just because of how that played out pete nathan stands on a soapbox he says let's go get destroying to play punter and tell him he can do his youtube thing unless he's practicing with the eagles uh that his thing was with the ncaa that's why he couldn't do YouTube because UCF wouldn't allow him to do it, but he's changed the game. Okay. You can now do those things. Yeah. But why isn't he on a roster then? Because does he need to be? Because he he's, can do those things, but doesn't have to be on a team. He's making money. He's <laughs> exactly. So what, why would he leave what he's doing then? He, he's, he's, not, he's not risking his life. Any, well, not that a punter really would be, but hmm. shout, shout out to Kathy, one of the workers down at the link. She says she cannot wait for the season. Makes okay. Makes four of us. Bob from Down Under says, did Covey get fired for that weird photo with his girlfriend? 
Which I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know. Evans, I Evans excited to see. <laughs> uh, how much the fourth John Taylor be in Los Angeles? We are actually this. We're going with Philly Sports Trips. So if you go to phillysportstrips.com, they will have all the information there. Uh, we will not be running that tailgate. We will be attending that tailgate. But if you go to Fourth and John tailgate at the link, guess how much they cost, Evan? Uh, it's free ninety nine. Prime. Guess how much they cost, Evan? Free noventa nueve. Your answer. <laughs> Ryan says, "Did they restock the Kelly Green jerseys?" This They've been question. restocked. They never. Not, they never no, went out of stock. No, they, they they just restocked the Kelsey jersey. At the Colts preseason game, they ran out of lots of sizes of the Kelsey jersey. So I tried to get some rando Eagle fan in our Facebook comments. I tried to, I, I, as much as I said I was going to try to stick to uh, defense this year, bro, that, that Jalen Hurts is looking more and more like you got, you got the Reddick, you got the Reddick, bro. I know, I'm just saying though, but I mean, like, I went in there looking for the Jalen, they didn't have it, they didn't have no Jalen in there. Um, so I, I don't know, man. I'm keeping my eye on that one, but I'm trying to stay to my word. I'm trying to go all defense. I got. I got to return my Kelly Green Sipos jersey. Mm. <laughs> Pete Nacy says Ringo can return kicks and punts. Okay, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. Um, <laughs> Joe has spoke his mind about the Colt situation. Um, Kathy, Kathy asks, who is going to be the backup QB? That is that is Mariota right now, as much as it's, you know, it is what it is. Um, they're going to give him his opportunity. He's got 5 million reasons why he's going to get that opportunity. So that's what it is. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, in a cool tone says, can you legally sue someone for making a lie that you got fired from a job? Yes. Give me my payback and emotional damages. You know, we're just a football podcast. We can't give you legal advice. Not but legal advice. I know an attorney named Jordan Freeman. Wow. Just name dropping on the show. <laughs> you can call him up for his services. And if you need him to dance in the sparklers, he could do that too. <laughs> <laughs> At a night tailgate. Full Mad Run says, let me rephrase. This 4th and John charge of the tailgate. No, for food. Not, oh. at, not at our tailgates, no. no. Yeah. But we don't run the away game tailgates. Ryan Murphy asks, I need a 2XL in Kelsey Nurse. I saw a 2XL, the $130 one. Hmm. If you need one, me and Prime are trying to come up with ideas how to gain him points on his Eagles credit card. <laughs> this is the – this is this is the – Opportunity of a lifetime for you Eagle fans to get points for primes. This is this is benefiting everyone here. So, right? Is this what we talked about? Yeah, we, we definitely talked about it. I'm all in. I'm I'm, I'm caught up in this last comment from Harvard. Ryan, you gotta clear, clear little, the search history, bro. A little, a little delay there. It caught me off guard. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Definitely caught me off guard. What happened? I missed. <laughs> Just check out the comments. Hey, man. It's pretty great. Looks like we got a match.com going on. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Dude, Bob Downey. Oh, I'm sorry. Harley, we got to kick you out of here. You're a bot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so Ryan says he will Venmo you. Um, hey man, this is what it is. The, these are the we do. We get a lot of requests for jerseys, but me and Prime had talked. I said this is the perfect way. You know, maybe we can get you some. <laughs> yeah, Harley, get out of here, okay? Yeah. Um, uh, hey, any, 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 any final thoughts about the fifty-three man roster? Anything? Uh, I mean, so I, just I, I, just overall, like spit, spitballing off the top of my head. I think that I think the biggest eye opener were, were two things. It was the four guys being carried at at uh, wide receiver. And I think that, you know, the thinness of our linebacker group are, are the most notable things. <laughs> I'm just ready to see these boys go to work, man. I want to say my your, my most, I'm not going to say most surprised, but I think in terms of making it, we're talking about Mario Goodrich, man. Mm. You know, making the, making the 50, final 53 is, you know, from a UDFA coming on this team last year to making it on the roster. And then you got Eli Ricks also making it, which I, in our last episode that with Mal, I, I'm trying to think of who brought up the question, but they said if it was like 53 uh, start, it was, if it was like start like bench or release, mm-hmm. we said start Eli Ricks. We said bench, uh, bench Ringo, and then cut would be Garner, hoping that you would get him on the practice squad. If that happens, I'm cool with that. Garner did make a name for himself, but not a big enough name to make the 53. But I still think he he did well for a UDFA. I'm not I'm not trying to throw shots here, but I I did not see the same play in Garner that everybody else had seen or maybe I'm just comparing it to the rest of the corners that we had um, you know there, there was the young guys that made this roster are the ones that really popped out off the page to me um, Garner I I think that was the right move in, in cutting him and w- what is it about Mario Goodrich's name what who whose name Tires? does that sound like tires yeah, yeah like I was sitting here I was like why does that sound like a mechanic's name or something <laughs> like <laughs> Mario Goodrich. Yeah. Good wrench. With that. <laughs> Good rich. Um, yeah, man. Uh, shout out to uh, Hollis and uh Mal. Obviously, uh what, what? We got more we got craziness. I mean, if Edmundo Sosa just tackled Shohei, I would say that's pretty crazy. How about yeah, that end up happening? I gotta see what how the play went down. As long as nobody swung and got hit, we good. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a baseball reference? Yeah. This guy. I don't do baseball, man. Yeah, obviously, just stick to your returning balls. <laughs> just, just, just football right now. Yeah. No fantasy football either. Um, yeah, you're nay on a fantasy football league for uh, uh, fantasy football fourth and John league. We say we're gonna do it every year, and then we never. Do no, it. I'm just saying you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just. I'm asking you guys. Uh, I agree with Evan. We say we're gonna do it every year, and we just never do it. <laughs> So here we are agreeing. I mean, you were the you were the one that was advocating hard earlier that just try it, just try, just try not doing it for you. That that was you. We back it up about an hour. Got making, hey, this Got is con- this is content right here, man. I'm just making it. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm down. I'm down. 
Now, T. Carmack asks, who is the 4th and John's official barbecue representative? We don't have one. A barbecue team? That's barbecue Alex, sponsor? Bro. I mean, Alex. Alex Levine. No, he's, his pork is a uh, is a winner. It's won awards. It has. All right. He didn't answer my question. <laughs> says, <"Wow."> All right. <laughs> what was the question? What was the question, Bob? <laughs> We always answer questions. Mm-hmm. Here we was are. It, all was it about Harley? <laughs> all right. How, how long, long does it take to clear waivers? 24 hours? That's a good question. All right. 24 hours. <laughs> That's a good question. Rack Shack. I feel like he should know the answer to this. G two, my guy. <laughs> Are you serious, Rack Shack? Come on, Rack. Come on. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna call you Weak Shack for that one. <laughs> it's free, my guy. Always free. Always free. Uh, we see Ryan asks Swift, "What you think? Standard scoring fantasy football? I think he's gonna get his man. Um, yeah. But you do have to worry about. Look at the running backs. Look at their production and scoring. Look, look at look at uh. How long did it take Miles Sanders to score a touchdown? I mean, two years ago, uh, an entire season didn't score at all. I mean, Jalen Hurts is going to take some of those goal line looks too, on those little uh Got the QB push. sneaks. Still alive. And we are we totally fantasy football talk. <laughs> um, no, time. but Ryan, my my honest opinion is to just enjoy the eagles for what they are and i wouldn't really i wouldn't really draft any eagles running backs unless you're going deeper in the draft i, w- I wouldn't yeah. be looking to start an eagles running back on your team just because there's there's just so many uh mouths to feed true that true that bob i'm gonna say 24 hours man so that so your question is answered 24 hours he just made up that answer but it is answered should have just left it as his answer. <laughs> you know, I mean, every every team in the, every team in the league has an opportunity to claim him. So, um, are you are you guys like uh, with the emergence of Sidney Brown? Are you guys uh, less interested in the Buda Baker thing less. Uh, with how our safeties are looking, or are you still gung ho on bringing Buda in? A quick uh, answer: It is twenty four hours. Our safety situation. Um, I do think. I mean, if you if my thing is, you know, the beats have said that Edmonds hasn't looked. He hasn't looked amazing. Like he's been okay, but has he been flashy? Has he been not really? Been okay. Okay. So I think if you're looking to like juice up the position, and you feel like Edmonds is more serviceable than Evans is, then Evans would be the odd man out. Edmonds moves over, and you bring in that safety. Makes sense. I still, I mean, it, it's we're just rocking without a punter. I would love to rock without a punter for one game. <laughs> just for like, just for right, like, I, let, let, let me just let me just, just for flex uh, reasons. Yeah, no, I got you. But like, let me Ellie, just, Ellie, Ellie, you can't punt. You don't think? I don't know, but let, let me just put a scenario out there for you. Like, say we just get sacked in our own zone, and then we're looking at, like, a fourth and 15 on our own 40. What what do we do then when we don't have a punter? <laughs> just run, run it. 
tush push Jalen Hurts. Uh, coming out openly, I believe Green said record prediction predictions. Um, I've got the Eagles. I believe when we went through it earlier this year, I think I have them at twelve and five. I think I said uh, Adam Ellis at one point fifteen and two, <laughs> but like reasonably thirteen and four. I don't think any less. I got one loss. Wow, sixteen and one. Is it? Who is it? Kansas City. Oh, this guy, and he still gets on. It's like I'm just going for the barbecue. <laughs> just going for the barbecue. Uh, but before we get out of here, I just want to appreciate you guys in the comments. Uh, appreciate you guys posting. Appreciate you guys spending your time with us on a Tuesday. Obviously, for the guys that listen on the road on the podcast, we appreciate you guys uh, tuning in as well. And again, uh, when we're on the road. We'd love to meet up with you guys when we're at home games. We'd love to meet up with you guys. Uh, make sure you guys uh, keep posting our socials. We'll, we'll give you details for every tailgate as we go forward. Usually you drop information on Fridays or Saturdays, um, but we will be having those tailgates. and should be an amazing year. It's it's almost here, guys. All this talk we've been doing during, during the offseason, hey, man, it's, it's about to – it's about to be real. Every week is drama. Mm. Every week is ups and downs. The weather's think, getting cooler. Sweatpants mm-hmm. season's back. Prime shit talking elevates. He gets in the uh, heads of uh, opposing fans on the road and at home. Yes, sir. People will get prime. People will get prime. You got your stickers ready, Prime? Oh, yeah. You want, you want to know if my stickers are ready, bro? Glad you, I'm glad you... I'm stacked up. I'm oh, stacked up. oh, babe, this guy. I could go. I I got about can, ten can, seasons. Can you can people see the stickers? I got about ten seasons in here. Yeah, I mean, I got them. Yeah, I mean, I got them. I got them ready to go. You know what I'm saying? They 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 they, they on there. You know I mean, what else? What else? This uh, guy. You know, where'd like, you get I, all those dime got, bags at, pal? I got that. Yeah. <laughs> this guy got more accessories than. <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm there. I'm there, bro. Oh, what you want? Full body. Yeah, yeah. What you want? I'm there. Ryan said he would like a sticker. I gotcha. I gotcha. You should yeah. make a sticker with, uh, like, you standing with the helmet on, and then a mini you as as your son. I like it. I like where you're going with it. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you the credit for that. Whenever Jason you. says he would like a prime sticker sent to. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. Hit me up. I'll make sure I'll take care of y'all. Although I, I got one for the breast cancer, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we good. We good. We in there. We in the, we, we Very in nice. Um, almost forgot, man. Almost forgot. Um, shout out to uh, shout out to uh, Bud Light for holding us down at the tailgates. Obviously, the season is about to be upon us. Uh, supplying the the suds and uh, been doing it for the last seven years. Shout out to Concia Hawken Italian Bakery. Uh, give Tina your love. She's amazing. Um, her family's amazing. Fifty years doing it for fifty years. That's a long time. Got to be doing something right. Um, and shout out to uh, these guys right here, Evan, with the psychedelic cheesesteak. Uh, Prime doesn't make anything, but um, I'll show you some love. Wow. <laughs> Thanks. Prime brings up the spirits, bro. I'll bring up everybody's spirits, man. You having a you having a bad day? Come and see me. Are you you are trying to get that position with 
with the Eagles VP of hype uh, man. hype man, but that's it. With that said, last word, uh, Mr. Primo, what is your last word before we get out of here? I want to give a shout out to my little man. My little mm. man made his appearance at the game last week. First time, first game. Uh, certificate came in last night. Um, what? Yeah, I forgot to grab it that night, but they ended up sending it to me. Uh, not only did he make his appearance, he brought out the little baby prime mask and he made the screen. Um, if y'all didn't get a chance, go check out my uh, page. You'll see the little man up there. He was even, uh, yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> he was up there chilling with daddy, man. That's a moment, man. That's definitely, awesome. Yeah, you want to zoom in on that? Me. Yeah, hold on. I got you. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Hey. That's, That's pretty awesome. That, boy. Is shot. that boy that made shot. history. So, I mean, a lot of people have been reaching out to me uh, talking about I should get that uh, big picture in framed. And, you know, lo and behold, it's in the works. <laughs> it's in the works. Yeah, that's funny. Shout out to my man that was sitting behind us. He was he was hilarious, man. He didn't even realize he was on the screen until after the fact. But, yeah, it was cool. It was definitely a cool moment. So, shout out to my little man. Um, you know, I'm glad I was able to experience that moment with him. Um, but, look, man, we're, we're, we're here. Preseason's over. Now we can focus on this 53-man roster. You know what I mean? Who's who's here to stay? There's going to be some moves that are going to be made within the week, week next two weeks. Uh, so don't be surprised. I mean, hey, how we might have something in the bag. Um, I'm kind of hoping he does, you know, because, you know, bringing up, going back to what Evan had mentioned, that linebacker position is kind of slim. So if he makes a move there, I'm all for it. But at the end of the day, riding with this team, um, I got high hopes. I really see them being better than they were last year. That's how, that's where I feel. I really do. And I'm excited to get it, you know, start getting into these road games. I'm really excited about New England, bro. I can't stop thinking about it. can't stop talking about it. I'm souped up. I got some uh, drops to make. I got new masks, a couple new masks to go ahead and present. So, I'm, you know, I'm ready for it, man. I'm ready. Let's just get to work. Uh, yeah, for me, uh, I I agree with you entirely, Prime. I think that this team is better than the team that we had last year. I'm not so sure if uh, the record is the regular season record is going to reflect that. Um, like I said, I kind of anticipate 12 wins this year, but we also are playing a harder schedule. Um, so I'm thinking that once we get to the playoffs, it's we're, we're as good as gold, man. And uh, we're going to be right back in that Super Bowl. Plan is to win it, man. That's 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 what our sights are set on this year. Uh, it's, it's going to be a fun one, man. Looking forward to the tailgates, looking forward to the ride. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm always throwing in my, my non-Eagles points at this point in the show now too. Let's give it up for the Phils, bro. Let's go. Fight Phils have Phil, been red baby. hot. Bryce Fight on go. fire. Fight uh, Trey Turner ever since the ovation has been a completely different man. Let's roll, bro. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm ready for the Phillies. Uh, here, goes, here, comes, here comes the custom. Here comes uh, the custom. Oh, some, some Philly bands in the works. Those are fire. Honestly, those are really nice. The, they match your hat, Ev. They do. Uh, these are these are going to Kevin Nagandi, by the way, from ESPN. Little flex, nice. little flex. You know. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Phillies are awesome. Evan, you Shout see how how Kevin got boosted up over the, the list on us? You know I mean? What happened? The waiting list that. Oh yeah. yeah. You know he's right. been Kevin Nagandi's been waiting a year. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay you said enough yeah you said yeah, enough bro you've been waiting here uh but yeah I mean, my last word um let's see man i just appreciate you guys in the comments it's been a wild ride i think everyone who's been ride, rocking with us since draft season we've been like waiting for this moment like you're seeing the team 
formulate. I think it's just amazing to see the, the nucleus, the young and the old coming together. But I think the, the youth depth is, is phenomenal. These guys are, I think, role players already. And they're like some of them are rookies. Um, we're talking about second year UDFA guys making an impact. So I think overall, I think it's great. I think uh, Jalen Hurts, he's getting his due. I think, you know, he, he, what is his uh, his uh, cap hit this year? Like six mil doing good things for the Eagles. And in return, he's getting signed by the Jordan brand. He's getting love from Hulu now. He's just getting the back end of the back end. Jalen Hulu has live sports. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we, we everything is working its way out. Um, big shout out to my girl, man. This house thing is underway. Uh, talking about, I have never seen anything as crazy as what I'm going through right now. We're at 48 hours of painting. My man is, I'm, I, I could be a pro right now at painting. Uh, they, Michelangelo right they threw out my toilet today. Uh, the old guy that lived there, it could have been 60 years of sitting on that toilet. We had to get it out. Uh, got a brand new toilet today. Shout out to F. Um, I got his approval. But I mean, <laughs> this, <laughs> bro, this this house thing is bananas. But uh, if you have the right person um, by your side, you could do anything. So shout out to Amanda. You got um, to do the right thing with that toilet. You gonna bidet it up? She said, uh, "Hey, do you want to christen it or should I?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, I got this girl." Evan's on his way over. <laughs> I got my guy Evan coming over. He's gonna give me a review. Those are good facilities <laughs> right there. Uh, so yeah, man. Uh, shout out to uh, you guys in the chat again. Shout out to you guys listening on the road. We'll see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly.